Yeah, uh, right? Yeah. So this is uh, part two of the continuation of the first one. So yeah, and your name? Um, so my name is Yana. Yana, yeah. And yeah. Uh, how have you got involved in Solis, Yana? So I'm an ESC volunteer and I've gotten involved by applying um, to Solis. And I'm from Germany, so oh, cool. my project is being well supported by the European Union. Oh, great. And how have you find being in Solis, like, enjoying your experience? Uh, it was a great experience. Of course, sometimes it was quite challenging, but overall I'm very thankful for all the people I got to know and all the work I could have, I could do. And, yeah, I feel like I've improved in many aspects, so that's what I'm really thankful for. And overall it's been amazing. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. How did you find it, if you don't mind me asking, like when you initially came here first and started working with Solis, was there a part of it that was a bit kind of hard to get used to, was it? Yes, um, I feel like the most challenging part was getting involved with the kids on a personal level because talking to kids from another country is, well, quite difficult because, yeah, I don't know, <laughs> just starting conversations in another language that mm. I'm not, not used to. So there's a bit of a language party out there. Yes, know, the in the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> Especially with the oh. Irish accent, it was yeah, kind of challenging. Up, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think by now I'm pretty you okay <laughs> with the Irish accent, but in the beginning it was, I feel like, my biggest challenge, yeah. And yeah. have you, is this your first year? or? Have... Yes, that's my first and last year. I came in August, I'm leaving in August, mm. so yeah. I've oh, come for one year. Yeah. Where, where did you start when you came to Solis Project? I started with the bridge group. Okay. What, what is the bridge group? Uh, that was the oldest after schools group, but they finished, I think, in about October. Hmm. And they you were changed. changed to the Liberate Project. So, yeah, and I was involved with that for a few more months, but now I transitioned to seniors after schools. Can I bring you back? What is, can you, I suppose, the Liberate project is uh, a youth work program mm -hmm. so it's funded by the UBU which is 10 to 24 years of age so the the bridge group they were the first kind of group that yeah. went through the junior after schools the senior after schools and went into um, they transitioned into the youth work program mm -hmm. and um, so it was it was there was a bit of pushback yeah I think Yana particularly felt it I, I felt it you know from that group of young people but it was it was a process where we kind of learned together you know, mm -hmm. um, working together, working with the young people, like where Yana got to learn from them and they got to learn from her. You know, there was a, definitely an exchange of transition between the young people and the, the volunteers and the staff as well. But like, continue Yana, where it was yeah, the, the Liberate team. Yeah, I yeah. think it was a bit of a hard transition because the young people from the bridge were initially used to that schoolish aspect of after schools and yeah. them doing homework and the Liberate project was a lot more independent. They were able to decide whether they want to come or not. And yeah, it was, I feel like this independence was quite challenging for us because we weren't as controlling as in, in the beginning and also for the young people who weren't dependent on us making decisions for them mm. which is also positive because the self-reliance they learned by the Liberate team I feel like it was very beneficial to their behavior even though the process was a very slow one mm. seeing an improvement in them yeah yeah 
and so like you said that this is your first and like last year here so like in germany would you think of maybe volunteering over there with um work or is that big over in um, germany well i won't be volunteering but i'm planning on becoming a teacher so i'll oh, great. still uh, work with young people a bit older young people probably from the age of 16 to 20 but it's still some sort of educational youth work i'd say being yeah. a teacher so i definitely stay in that range that line but of work. yeah yeah that's yeah. that sounds great that does yeah. and uh thank you very much for your time yeah, thank you're you for very coming welcome on. <laughs> yeah. some very wise words out there yeah. appreciate yeah. it thank yeah. you very much for coming on yeah, yeah. <laughs> How's it going, folks? Evan just back here taking over for a second until we get our next guest on. That was a very, very, very good uh, speech from somebody there, I'd have to say, that was on, that guest that was on. Had a lot of insight to share from her internship coming over from Germany. It's, it's, it's very credible, you know, coming over from a different country and then coming over here to work with youths and to learn. And I have to say, hats off to the person, you know. Very credible. Amazing, absolutely amazing. I think it's great. Honest to God, I think it's fabulous, you know, the work. And it's just, it's great work that, that they do in, the, in that team. Absolutely great work. Yes, just bear with me, folks, for the moment. The next guest should be on now shortly. And we'll have get, we'll have their insight in what part they play in Sulla's project, whether it's on the justice team, whether it's on the bridge, or whether it's doing this or that, you know. But we'll have somebody on there now that will give you, give you and share their insight of... Their experiences of Sulla's project. So just bear with me, folks. One second, folks. We should have somebody on the podcast now, very shortly. Just bear with me. Just bear with me briefly. Bear with me briefly until we get somebody on now. So. Yes, so that that's that's where we're at now. We're at the line, we're at the thing here now. Yeah. Now, folks, we, the next guest we have on is Gail. Gail Cullen, local liberties woman herself. All of our bomb flats on top. Gail, you're very welcome onto the podcast. Thank you, Evan. Uh, so we're going to start off briefly asking you, Gail, what you what what your role in Sulla's project is. I'm a youth worker on the new uh, youth work team uh, for the UBU. Um, so we just started there in October. Sulla's project got their funding. And there's five uh, youth workers now working in the Liberties. Pretty good. Five youth workers. That's yeah. a, that, that can cover a lot of range of kids as well. The, the, more, youth, the more youth leaders there is, the more kids yeah. you can work with. And it's, it's the cover of the Liberties, but mainly focusing on Oliver Bond and its surrounding areas. That's very good. So how has it impacted your life working on the Solace Project, working with the youth of the area? Yeah, well, I'm only with Solace Project since October, but the difference from me past, I was a youth worker before, as a bus driver before Solace Project and a youth worker before that, but this organisation actually looks after you as a person mm. and minds your well-being, and that alone is what drives me to stay, and I just telling everybody about and get, telling everyone to, you look forward to jump on board. Day, yeah, yeah, love it, yeah. I love working with the young people and love building relationships and I love bringing them to events because they're the next generation, they're the next youth workers. So mm. I just love it. And Sulla's Project is great for looking after your well-being as a staff member for you to go and do the work that you do with the young people. That's very good, yeah. And Elsa, I'll get it, you? Uh, 
No, and we just love the likes of you, Evan. Hey, thank you. You, you know, I think that the likes of people like myself of the local area that have came and have I've had a amazingly positive experience with Solis Project over the years with Steve, Eva, Avian, the likes of yourself as well. I've only recently met over the past few months, but everyone that I've met in through Solis Project has had a personal impact on my life in some small way or another. If it's just wise advice, wise, wise words, or something on the lines of that, I think everything due to do with Solace is just a positive experience. Sorry about that. And that's, that's brilliant. That's great that's to hear. It. Thanks, Evan. Yeah. No worries. And I do, I do think I relate more because I'm from Oliver Bond yeah. and I've been one of them young people and I've been there, done that, and I know exactly what's going on. So, like, I wouldn't judge anyone. I just try to help everyone what we've all been through. That's the majority it. of people, not everybody. So, I mean, I see, I probably asked the same question that you yeah, probably just so, asked. Yeah, we just asked more. A couple months well, no, yeah, covered, yeah. yeah, thanks very much. Girls. I, didn't, I didn't even get to hear anything. <laughs> I got uh, talked to in there, so I couldn't do anything. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so you obviously enjoy doing youth work. Yeah, what you do. love it. It's my passion. Because um, I actually took time out to try something that I wanted to do in life, which was a bus driver. Yeah. So I took three years out of youth work and I found myself in Dublin bus organising outings for women and doing all the stuff that I would have done with young people. And I remember a girl got on the bus one day and she was like, what are you doing sitting on a bus driving up and down when you could be in your community doing what you used to do? And then that just made something click and I said, no, I need to go back. I don't need to be looking after women that's older women where I could be looking after young people, oh, people. and do love doing what I love doing. That's great to hear. And how, how long have you been doing youth work? I was doing youth work for 13 years in the Liberties Club with SICTA and then I was three years in Dublin Bus and I'm with the Solace Project now till October and I will be here for the rest of my life. Yeah, <laughs> I had to stay anyway. Yeah. Very go. good. So thanks for coming on, girl, and showing your experience, your wise words with us. Yeah. Sharing it. And thanks very much, lads. And I'm so proud of you two gentlemen. Thank you very much. We want much. all our young people to be Eric's and Evans. Thank you very much. We love you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Now, get someone else on. Well, I'll bring the phone in and we go around and ask people. Remember you said that, that was too loud. Yeah. But you want to do it? Give it a go, come on. Like, how do you Right, so who are you? Hang on, folks. We're just going to go on a little walking tour now. And we're going to pull somebody aside and ask them, do they want to be interviewed for the... For, well, let me see. Here's the main man, Eddie. Thank you for the exams tomorrow. Would you like to say a few words? Would you like to say a few words for the podcast for recording? Yeah, sure. We stepped outside so it's not too loud. So now we have on Eddie Darcy. The main man of Sullivan, isn't that right, Ed? Thank you, Evan. The you main man. The there you go. So we'll, we'll sit down here. Yeah. Eddie's going to give you a little insight of what he's done in Sullivan and the impact he's had on many people's lives in his own area, in Clondalk. Is that right, Eddie? Am yeah. I right there again? Yeah. And the Liberties especially. So, yeah. far away, Ed. Well, I, I spent 33 years in Eelstown. I was a youth worker there. That's where I started my youth work, and I, I thought it was finished when I left there. Really enjoyed my time there. Um, I was lucky enough to work in the one community for so long and meet so many really great people, you know. But then I met, um, I, had, I had left Neilstown to take up a job lecturing in youth work in college. And then I met Graham Jones, you know, who convinced me to come into Sullivan's Project to, initially just to give a handout with the prison programme and then to give a handout with another programme. And then another program. And then when Graham was re- was going back to study, he asked me will I come in as a part-time CEO on a temporary basis. 
So that was supposed to be just for three years, and I ended up doing it for five years. And it was probably five years of the happiest time in my life. I really enjoyed it. It's a great organisation to work for, and I've seen it develop so well over the last five years. And Paul, you know? I have to say, God rest poor Graham Jones. I'm handling a lot for this early. Yeah. He's impacted a lot of my life through rugby. There was a, I was going through a patch at that time in the area, messing around, yeah. doing things I shouldn't have been doing. And Graham took me under his wing and said, do you know what, do you want to try rugby? I said, Graham, I said, are you serious? He said, I'm not the bill for rugby. I said, I'm like a matchstick. He said, it's not about size. He said, it's about the heart you have and the passion you have towards it. And ever since then, Graham took me on woodwork, taught me all the bases about to fix a bike. Yeah. So, he's a great man. And, uh, and you know better than me, Evan, he was an extremely per- persuasive man, you know. Oh, very persuasive. Like, you know, I kept saying to him, I'm not looking for another job. I've just come out of a youth work job after 33 years, you know. Yeah. He said, come on, come on, give me two days a week. Just two days a week. And he couldn't say no to the man. No, he just you couldn't, couldn't say no, no to him. No. And it wasn't that he was promising me loads of money renting because the pay was choice but it was more about come on we just need you to, we, we can make an impact here in the prison you'd be really good at it but you please come into the prison and run a programme for me you know so that was the Compass programme Weedfield Prison which now Sutter's project has extended to Mount Joy Prison and also in Town with young offenders you know so I mean that was that was my first involvement and as I say mostly my job initially then was training the youth workers and pr- d- developing the programme what, we, what are we going to do in there you know but I enjoyed it and it's a great project to work for, you know. And uh, I've met some really, really great people that are really committed to the to work here. Stephen, Ashling, Amy, you know, people that get their heart and soul to the work, you know. It's not, a, it's not just a bit of a job for people, so it's by, there's a bit of a passion for it, you know. It's a drive. A drive. And I like the fact that it's all centred in on one community. And strangely enough, my own grandparents started their married life on Usher Tea, you know, in the, in the tenements, you know. And like me, me missus... We all miss his uh, family are from Teresa's Gardens and she was born in Cork Street and lived in Cork Street, you know. So traditionally, my family actually come from this area. So it's great to go back to where your roots are, you know. Actually, it really is good to go back there. I've time for the uh, born and reared in the Liberties, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then it's coincidental you come back and you walk yeah. in the Liberties and you're a big part and a big part to play in the Liberties yeah, all the work yeah. you've done over the years. And yeah, so it is. And there's something unique about the Liberties and it's an area that has been sorely neglected in terms of facilities and youth work. I mean, the north inner city, I counted once, there's 14 youth projects between Gardner Street and Ballybock, all funded, all with plenty of money. And the Liberties at that stage had no youth work, no youth service, you know, until Sutter's project came in and, and tried to develop something, you know. And it, you know yourself, there's a lot of need in this area here, and, you know, and the people deserve opportunities, and deserve opportunities to do well in life. And that's one day we'll get yeah. all that, we'll yeah. for that until we get it. Yeah, and I'm hoping that the, the lads coming through Step Up and the girls coming through Step Up will go on, you know, stay in education, get themselves decent jobs and come back and give something back. Nice, give something yeah. back to this community. That's one you know? I hope to do that myself. Yeah. You're already doing it, Evan. You know, you're here tonight, you're doing your podcast, you'll get out there. But I mean, what we really need is young people who come out and say, things aren't fair. We don't get the same start in life as kids from other areas and that's not fair. We do the same exam in the Leaving Cert and we're up against people who come from private schools with private tuition and their mark can afford to pay for four grinds a week at 150 euros and they've a space to study in their house and their parents are going to fund them through college. That's unfair because you're still doing the same exam for the same points, you know, and I think there's something really unfair about that. There's things really unfair about the youth service, things really unfair about the fact that 
some communities have fantastic facilities and lovely football pitches and lovely rugby, lovely rugby pitches and you know there isn't a single grass pitch in this whole area no, not, not a single one, one you know I know we're spending we spent five years start with a project that Graham started trying to get one full size all weather pitch in which you can play the rugby on and the hurling on or whatever and even now we, we haven't, still haven't got it even though you go to other areas and they've absolutely fantastic facilities all put in by the same city council but well, how come they don't put the same energy into the liberties into the liberties you know they were talking about putting spending 30 million on a white raft thing over in the I north city yeah, yeah, which may be very few youngsters would ever be able to use. You know, all we wanted was a bit of land to build for a rugby pitch. That's all we wanted was you know? a bit of space for the lads to run around and yes, enjoy themselves. Yes, you're right, Evan, you know. And Graeme Jones fought for that for so it long. It is, yeah. And still, was, to this day, as you've mentioned, we still can't get it. We haven't given up, though. We haven't given up. But at the same the time, point. it's about fairness. It's, you know, is. why would some areas get loads of pitches, loads of facilities, lovely facilities, and other areas have absolutely nothing. If you go out to Bushy Park and Marley Park, was only out there recently yeah. on the bike. yeah. Got tennis courts, a tennis court. Where yeah. Dublin City Council <laughs> fund them for tennis courses, squash yeah. courses, bowls. And yeah. what, what have we got? No, no. Dolphin Field, where kids kick a ball around in an empty space, yeah. and the ball's going on the roads, and young kids are running yeah. after it. Yeah, but it, there's absolutely no point the guards and society giving out about young people get involved in trouble, young people hanging around if they don't give them an alternative. And there is no space for kids to no, hang around no here, you, know? you hang around on the street because you don't have anywhere else to hang around, you know. So I go to the policing forum meetings and I hear them giving out all the time about gangs of young people hanging around. And the, guard, the people want to move on. And be, Where are you going to move them on to? What do you want to do? Get them to spend all day in their flat? That's not realistic, you know. So you, you two have a battle to fight in your hands now. You need to get out there on behalf of young people and have those issues raised be the voice and be the voice and get out there and demand what you're entitled to you're not looking for favours you're not looking for special treatment you're looking for the same everybody, chance everybody else just has in life fairness is what we're it is about fairness Eric you're right it really is about fairness you know because there's no difference between like they're, they're saying they might be saying oh we're not putting stuff in this area because such and such goes on but maybe if you had these facilities yeah. in place for us none of this would be happening or yeah. it would be at a lower rate than what it is maybe maybe what's happening over on the north side isn't as bad it's because you're facilitating them with so much stuff than what we're not getting yeah yeah I mean as you, as you were saying you know the answer is not to knock down a block of flats because there's anti-social behaviour going on there the answer is to give the people who live there proper facilities exactly. you know, decent facilities you know because people want to live in this area they shouldn't have to move out to get better facilities exactly you know? So, what are you hoping to do after you leave school now with the Leaving Cert? Well, I'm, my plan is to head to the States for a month and then right. back here, but then I'm going to start doing uh, drama. Right, what I'm good. To do and jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And, well, Jiu-Jitsu will be a hobby, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could maybe amalgamate the two, but listen, that's an opportunity for you to, to have your voice heard. And drama, I mean, there's a lot of really good playwrights out there who write plays that are about issues. I think that's really important. Even television plays that are about, about issues, you know. So, it is a really good way of having your voice heard. Heard, you know. Um, what's the name of the young fella who made his name with on uh, Love Hate? Barry Kiel. Barry Barry was a young person in a youth project in in, 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 in uh, over in Saint Agatha's. You know where he's from, and uh, he started doing the drama classes in the youth projects, and look where he is now. Exactly. And to be fair to him, he comes back and he do presentations, and he is outspoken about the fact that. If he hadn't got that bit of a dig out from a youth project, he could easily be a real love-hate character, spending time locked up in the joy, you know. 
and look at look how well he's done in life now. Really, really well, you know. So I think I think you know we have to find every avenue we can, including the podcasts, to give people an opportunity to say, you know, enough is enough. This area needs it needs to be treated as fairly as other areas. Yeah, you know? that's correct. I mean, these hotels are great, and all these new apartment blocks are great, but they're not doing anything for the people who come from the area, including my own family who come from the area. You know. Yeah. Um, like none, none of my immediate family have one aunt left living she has a flat in Pimlico everybody else had to move out either to Ballymun initially or for, further out because no one could afford to buy a house here you know I mean, don't know what it costs to buy a house here but it must be a fortune you couldn't buy an apartment in here you know so local people need houses to stay in the area you know as well so listen hopefully people are going to listen to this but I'm, I'm straight with you Evan I want to hear the voice of young people coming out saying you know no, enough is enough. We want proper facilities for this area here. You will. I want to hear it, you know. And, and yourself, Eric, you know. Good to see you. Good to stay on to do the leaving search. You know, I think it's a big step for you. Yeah. Get to that. The next step now, as you say, is look for that break into into theatre, the theatre world, you know. Yeah. I've already started. I've been doing drama classes every Tuesday and yeah. stuff like that. So I'm, yeah. I'm I'm continuing on what I want to do. So. Yeah. You might think about, say, the Dublin U Theatre. You know, look for a U Theatre that will give you an opportunity to perform as well, you know, exactly. and an opportunity to write. Yeah. I think that's, that's, drama isn't just about performance. It's about writing plays as well, you know. Exactly. All right. Listen, Eddie. Well, thanks. Very happy with that. Very good. Very good. When, when when will that be released? Uh, probably like either tonight or tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow, and they, and I can I can send it on to Steve. Send it to Steve. He'll send the link on to me. Yeah. Perfect. Appreciate oh, it. There he is, right there. Steve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Flo- oh, he's always floating around, you know. Want to say a few words, Steve? You don't have to if you don't want to. Did you after school people get a chance to? Yeah, we've done recorded too already. Been working their socks this, off. This is the second cracking the whip, Eddie. That's yeah. what they. Yeah, yeah, you've got a few mentions as well for your uh, for your contributes to the no, area and all the work you do. If he doesn't want to do it, no pressure, no pressure. Ah, no, I think I can catch you any time. You can. If there's still people to ask. I we've asked a lot, we've actually up. asked a lot of people. Most people have said no. And we got a good few. So we said it was so all right. we go back to those people and we get them to say yeah. <laughs> 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 No, very, do we, Stephen, do we give them that credit? They've been good at chasing well, people. Well, I think we'll... We just that's it, we'll it. well done. Well, thank you, everybody. That's thank good. you. Thank you. Peace. That was good, appreciate that lads. Oh that was still recording there, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs>